Hey guys, welcome back to Match Their Energy. Uh, this is episode number 24. You are getting a solo episode. And when I tell you how nervous I am to talk by myself for 40 minutes, um, I'm so nervous. Here's the thing though, I don't shut up. So honestly, this will probably go better than I thought. Um, I decided today that I was going to do a solo episode because Carly is unable to be here. Just circumstance. She's got a lot going on, guys. I know we miss Carly. I miss Carly. I know you guys miss her too. She just has a lot going on. So you're getting a solo episode today. No special guests, just me. I asked my followers on my personal Instagram and the Master Energy Instagram to send me Q&A questions. So we have a really good range of questions today. Um, I have kind of seen what they are, but I haven't really like look. I've looked at them, but I haven't really thought about them. So it's just going to be a kind of, uh, I got some questions. I'm going to give some answers and we're going to get the ball rolling. Hope you guys are doing well. Let's get started. Also, I'm not going to tell who sent the questions in. Maybe they want to be anonymous. Who knows? Anyways, they're pretty good questions. So First thing was, uh, first question that I see is Drake or Kanye? That is an easy question. I would definitely pick Drake over Kanye. The thing with Kanye is my man is going through a lot. Imagine being dumped, dumped by Kim Kardashian, the Kim Kardashian. To be honest, how do you recover from that? Like I, as a straight woman, doesn't even matter. If I got dumped by Kim Kardashian, there's no coming back. None whatsoever. So then I just think to myself, I'm like, huh, Drake's got some bangers. Drake is an emotional ass bitch. I'm not going to lie. You can definitely tell in his songwriting. Um, yeah, I definitely would pick Drake over Kanye. Kanye is talented. He kind of lost his shit and I'm not into the gospel, Kanye. Going to be honest. Yeezy's got some nice stuff. I've never owned anything Drake either, like OVO or anything like that. But I'm going to go Drake over Kanye. Uh, greatest accomplishment. Huh. I think there's kind of been a few. I think there's been a few great accomplishments. I definitely think that getting my chirp was a really big deal. For those of you who don't know, I work in HR. I don't like talking about work because boring, but I have this thing called a CHIRP, which is a Certified Human Resource Professional designation. So the best way to describe it is a CPA. And for all my not knowers of what CPA is, it's a Chartered Professional Accountant. So it's literally like letters behind my name stating I can do my job and I'm educated and I know how to handle certain situations. Another great accomplishment is I never thought I was going to make it to university. I never thought I was going to go to university. I was told in grade nine math that if I didn't get at least a 70 in grade 10 math, I was never going to go to university and I always wanted to. And I mean, who doesn't love being told that at the ripe age of 14 where your insecurities are so freaking high and do you think you're going to amount to nothing? Honestly, I mean, greatest accomplishments, they kind of range. Like, I'm proud of myself for being able to pay off my car. I'm proud of myself for saying I even I have a license, that I was able to get a license after sobbing in the parking lot after I failed my test on the first try. Um, 
yeah, there's a few great accomplishments. I mean, I think it's crazy that people can own houses and that people like get their first pet. And it's just, I don't know, it's crazy. I have a few accomplishments that I'm pretty proud of. You know, I'm proud of working in my field and being in my field. And I'm proud of myself for, you know, little things. Honestly, yeah. Uh, toilet paper over or under the roll? The fact I have to think about this. The fact I have to think about this. Um, to be honest, I don't pay attention. Next. <laughs> um, toppings on your cheese slash hamburger. First off, it's a cheeseburger. I'm not a vegan, so I tell the vegans. I 100% love vegan food. Down to try it. Especially Tuco's Tacos in Sudbury. R.I.P. R.I.P. That never mind. <laughs> Um, I love Tuco's Tacos. It was this Mexican place in Sudbury and it was the best place ever. It still exists. I'm talking, I'm making it sound like it doesn't exist anymore. It still does, but I don't get to go very often and it is amazing. Uh, so what do I put on my burger? I'm a classic girl, ketchup, mustard, relish. I like lettuce, tomato, onions, pickles. Yeah, I think that's about it. Pepsi or Coke? Sorry to disappoint you guys. She's a Coke girl. She is a Coke girl through and through. I love me some Coke. Have you ever danced on a table? Absolutely. If you haven't, you haven't lived. Honestly, I've danced on bar tops. I've danced on tables. I've danced on chairs, I guess. Honestly, danced on a floor. That's kind of redundant. But you know what I mean. Um, what else have I done? If you could travel anywhere in the world, no COVID, unless money, where would you go? There's a few places I really want to go in the world. Um, I really want to go to Seoul, South Korea. I really want to go to Japan and Tokyo. Sorry, I'm at Tokyo in Japan. I really, I really like to go see Asia. I think it's just because I love K-pop. I love K-pop. I think Asia is such a cool place. I love the food. I love the culture. Um, I just want to learn more about it. Singapore would be cool. The only reason I want to go to Singapore is because of freaking crazy rich Asians. Um, I'd love to go to France. I'd love to go to Italy because I really want to eat the food. See, I'm driven by food. <laughs> That's a problem. Um, I'd love to go to Hawaii. There's a reason I want to go to Hawaii and it's one reason only. It's because I want to go to an authentic, uh, pig roast. I want to see the dancing. I want to see the pig be roasted. Like, I know Hawaii is beautiful, but it's like the one thing I want to go to is like a like an authentic luau. That's what I want to do. It, honestly, guys, throw a piece of bread at me and apparently I'm going to be happy. So it doesn't take much. <laughs> um, Paris Hilton or Nicole Richie? Paris Hilton. Nicole Richie's had her moments, but like Paris, 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 Paris is iconic. That's hot. Let's see if I can do it better. That's hot. That's hot. I'm I'm not on my nose enough, nor am I pitchy enough to be no Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton's an icon. The stars are blind. Guys, listen to that song. No, the stars are blind. I only remember that part of the song. Check her out, ladies, gents, girls, gays, days. Anyone. Describe your ideal life partner. Whew. Describe my ideal life partner. 
I think I would need somebody to balance me out. I think that I get high strung about really stupid shit. And I think I need somebody to be like, Kaylin, it's okay. Like, don't worry about it. And I'd be like, no, you don't get it. We have to pack. We're leaving in eight, eight months. And they'd be like, and? They'd be like, oh, you don't get it. I think my life partner would need to be somebody who just kind of, get, I'm not going physical. I'm just kind of going more like personal and like philosophical, I guess. I think they would need to be somebody who, <sighs> calm, cool, collected, is a good time. They have to make me laugh. Like, 100%, they have to make me laugh. I would be heartbroken if I dated somebody who was, like, a piece of drywall that just kind of sat there. I mean, they do stuff. They keep walls together, but, like, what's what else What else you bring to the table? Not much. Um, yeah, I think it just kind of depends. And honestly, like, I'd love a life partner to care. <laughs> bare minimum. Don't do that, ladies. Don't go for bare minimum. He held the door open for me. Bare minimum. <laughs> Uh, a guy that, you know, like, can communicate his feelings, and if we had an argument or something, we could, like, both talk it out, or we both, like, understood each other from each other's perspective. Communication is huge, and I think that when it comes to an ideal life partner, you want to be with somebody where communication is always there, and that no matter, like, I have, I've heard of couples where it's like, we never fight, and I'm like, well, that's amazing. But it's because their communication is so high and that, you know, they both get each other and it's like, hey, what's going on here? What's going on there? And I just talk it out. I think I need a partner who's just like down to like talk it out, spend time with me, go out, like have a good time, be friends with my friends and be down to like go and look at expensive houses. It's one of my favorite pastimes. I know it sounds like I'm a stalker. It's it's not creepy. It's just you just drive around really nice neighborhoods. <laughs> Truth be told, what did you think of your second year roommates? <laughs> Clearly, this was sent by my lovely ex roommate. Um, she listens to the podcast, so I'll say, "Hey, Keeks." Um, second year was a really rough year for me. Second year was a really rough year for me, and you know, thank God, thank God, like Kira was always there. Even though Kira was a nursing major, she was literally always there. And I know, like, obviously we were studying a shit ton because second year was my core year. But she was a good time. Keeks was a good time. Love you, Keeks. Uh, okay, how do you manifest things? Ooh, good question. There's a lot of ways you can manifest. Um, speaking it into existence is kind of a big thing. So, for example... Um, for example, you really want, say, like a new phone. You say, you thank the universe for providing you with a new phone. And then you kind of just, you just have to be more open to things. There's different methods of manifesting. There's the 369 method. There is the cup method. Uh, there's like web chart methods. The 369 method is like, you write the person's name three times. You'd write, I'd write Kaylin three times. And then I'd write like what I want to so be like, I want a new phone. And then I'd write that like six times. And then I would write nine times. I am so thankful for my new phone or I'm so happy with my new phone or I love my new phone. So it's like, 
you're expressing what you want to the universe. You're saying who you want it, who wants it. And then you are saying to the universe how thankful and grateful you are. The more open and present you are to the universe and more aware that you are, the more manifesting comes into. And the more that you, oh my God, here she goes. The more that you open like your third eye and the more that you open like your chakras and the more that you meditate and like understand yourself, the more that things come easier because the universe is going to provide you with things when you need them, or they're going to provide you with things when they think it's right. Honestly, the best way to describe manifesting is you're at a restaurant. Okay. Picture, picture this. (laughs) You're sitting at a restaurant, your order, your waiter comes up and you give your order. So your order, your waiter is the universe. Your order is what you want. They're going to come back with what you want, but it's a matter of time when. So the analogy of the phone, I'm at a restaurant. The waiter's like, yo, what you want? I'll be like, yo, I would like a new phone. And he's like, okay, bet. Then I'll leave. And then time will tick by and I will get that manifestation back. I will get that phone back. You know, manifesting is a fantastic thing because it's just, it's you getting what you want and what you deserve. And you need to put yourself in that position. So the universe is like, yep, it's time. Here you go. So if you're like, if you're dealing with body issues, you need to heal yourself first. And then the universe, like you got to do some deep shadow work sometimes. And then the universe is going to be like, here you go. Oh, oh. And you're like, whoa, what? Where'd that come from? The universe works in really mysterious ways. The more that you're just more aware and the way that you're way more open, it really changes the game. I've noticed that. So like, you know, when it comes to, it comes to anything, honestly, you can manifest anyway. Manifesting is such a great thing to do. And I strongly recommend anyone to do it. Uh, Next question. And having a job, moving into the real world and how you found the adjustment So I graduated university in 2018. Disgusting. (laughs) Graduated so long. It's horrible. Um, And having a job, moving into the real world, how you found the adjustment. The transition between university and being an adult, nobody talks about. And that is what bothers me is that the difference between going from high school to university, it's like, I got a plan. I'm going to continue school for four more years. Okay, you're solid. Or how many more years you want to go? If you're going to be a doctor, it's eight. If you're going to be a lawyer, it's eight. If you're going to be get your master's, it's like six to seven. Like you're locked in for a good portion of time, right? But when you graduate and you're like 21, 22, and you're like, I'm done. I'm not going to get like, I didn't need to get enough uh, to get more education. I did with my chirp, but I was done the university route. And the transition between university and real world was like, so tough. It was so tough. You just kind of sit there and you're like, okay, what do I do next? And that's it. That's literally all you can do is you just kind of like, you're just in this weird, weird rut. You're in a weird rut where you just feel stuck. Like you feel really stuck. You feel that you can't go anywhere, that you, that you're kind of like, in a rut. That's probably the best way to say it. You're in a rut and you're like, 
Because you have some friends that are like, boom, got a job right away. Then you have other friends who are going back to their high school jobs. Like, I used to work at Shoppers Drug Mart, as I've mentioned before. And it's like, I could have gone back to Shoppers. You have friends that are continuing education. So it's like, you're kind of in this weird limbo. And you're like, what do I want to do? I was fortunate enough that I had a (laughs) co-op. Actually, I had a job for eight days. (laughs) And... (laughs) Oh, it was not for me. And I ended up calling the company back that I had a co-op with and they took me back. And I've been there ever since. But going into the real world is terrifying. I'm fortunate enough and I know not everybody's in the same situation as me. I understand that. But I was fortunate enough that my parents were like, yeah, come back, move at home. No problem. Like, take as long as you need. I'm very fortunate in that way. And I think that helped the transition. And it's like I work for a company that's really close to my house. Um... Yeah, it's it's interesting. The nobody talks about just the feeling of lost when you're done school and just feeling like you haven't accomplished anything yet you literally just got a degree, but then you are looking for there's no jobs and you're looking and you're like everybody wants to pay you minimum wage and you're like I didn't just spend $100,000 for me to be paid minimum wage. Like that doesn't make any sense. That's a whole other topic discussion just the whole how much employers expect from you and how much they want to pay you. But (laughs) you can have so much education and they're going to be like 30 K a year. And you're going to be like, no bitch, that is incorrect. So that's a whole other discussion, but the transition was tough. And I think that a lot of my friends go through it. And I know that I had friends that graduated a little bit later than me, like a year, a couple months after me or something. And it's like, I knew what they were going through. So when they would talk to me about it, I'd be like, girl, I know, like the whole transition and the, just the feeling of, just the feeling of lost, it sucks. And I'm happy now, but it took, it was a weird, it was like a weird couple of months of just being like unemployed because I didn't want to go back to shoppers, but I could have, but you know what I mean? Anyways, our next question, how to be a baddie, how to be a baddie, how to be a baddie. I think <laughs> I think when it comes to being a baddie, I think it's just all self-confidence. And I think it's just being obsessed with yourself. You'd think I was a Leo. I'm not. Uh, shout out to the Leo. So happy Leo season, everyone. It is Leo season. Um, you would think that being a baddie, it's just you need to be proud of who you are. If you want to dress slutty, dress slutty. If you want to dress like it's 40 below but it's really 25 plus, do it. Being a baddie is self-worth, self-respect, and self-love. That's what being a baddie is about, period. Next. What would you do at Coachella? Oh my God, what wouldn't I do at Coachella? My dream Coachella is all of me and my friends having VIP tickets and then just like living their best lives. I love music festivals. I think they're amazing. I am that girl that wants to shower because you get so sweaty because it's like 100 degrees. But uh, what would I do at Coachella? I would probably make sure that I was seeing all the people that I wanted to see, you know? Like, I know the, obviously, a couple years ago when Ariana Grande was there, like, I would have made sure I was at that set. I would have planned my outfits for months before. 
just worked my ass off, just been in the best shape of my life, and then gone to Coachella and just just had a fantastic time. Coachella is about music, I'm hoping. <laughs> kind of overrun by uh, Instagram influencers and James Charles' ass cheeks, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Ugh, James Charles. I'll get to him later, I feel like. <laughs> I think Coachella is um, just like a good time. And I just think anytime you're in a music festival, it can be a good time. Okay, so what would you do if Will Arnett and Amy Poehler came up to you and slapped you? Well, they're divorced. So I don't know if they'd be even in the same room. And I guess I would just kind of have to slap them back, to be honest. <laughs> Why do you want to hurt people with the ex existence of your love of Matt Donovan. Why do I want to hurt people with my extensive love for Matt Donovan? First off, for all the people that didn't watch Vampire Diaries, Matt Donovan is the probably worst character ever to be created and to live on that show. Vampire Diaries was on for like eight seasons, and Matt Donovan had the personality equivalent of a saltine cracker. That man had no personality. He didn't do shit for the show. He just kept dying and coming back, and he never turned into anything but human. Everyone else was like a werewolf, a hybrid, a witch, a sorcerer, um, a doppelganger, siren, vampire, literal vampire diaries. What was he? Human. The whole time. Oh my god, he drove me nuts. So I always bug Carly, and I always like say that we need more Matt Donovan content because she hates him, and I'm like, I hate him too. And I hope that character knows that. And that guy knows that he's only going to be known for Matt Donovan. If that was my, if that was my IMBD was Matt Donovan for Vampire Diaries for like 11 years, I would honestly just quick little jump off a building, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, if you could kick anyone from Glee, from Glee, Glee. Who would it be? Not limited to just one. I gotta start with my man, Will Schuster. A.K.A. Oh my god, what is his name? Matthew Morrison. <gasps> Triggering. <laughs> Honestly, Matthew Morrison just, he thinks that he's Justin Timberlake, but he's not. If I could kick anyone, I don't know, the guy that kind of committed like child porn should be kicked. I know he's dead, but like, Holy F. You shouldn't... Like, you're a terrible person. Um, I haven't seen Glee in so long. Oh, my God. Honestly, Will Schuster deserves just enough kicks. Oh, it is annoying wife. The one that was the germaphobe and her stupid eyes. I don't know. Her face always bothered me. Yeah, I'd kick those three people. Next. <laughs> Who is your favorite Pokemon? I loved Eevee growing up. Like, loved Eevee. Oh, my God. I loved Ninetales. Nine Tails was an evolution from from starts with a V, and um, I remember like having it as a kid. And oh, uh, Vulpix, that was the I just had to Google it. Sorry, guys, couldn't remember. Vulpix was the the Pokemon that was the pre-evolution was the main. I don't know. Step one, we're gonna go step one, and then Firefox was like nine, nine Firefox. <laughs> Holy shit, Caitlin, get it together. <laughs> Nine Tails was the evolution of Vulpix, and I loved Nine Tails. 
I don't know why. I just thought it was like the nicest looking thing. I think it was because I loved a very specific Digimon. And it reminded me of that Digimon. And I think that's why Ninetales was my favorite. Ninetales was part of the original 150. But the Digimon that I loved was a part of season 3, I believe. When they got new people. So it wasn't even like the OG crew from Digimon. Which I'm like, why did I love that one so much? It was like Digimon Tamers, I think. And this one chick had, um, had like this fox looking shit and I liked it. <laughs> I'm not even into foxes. It's not my favorite animal. So anyways, next celebrity dead or alive that I think that I would want to fight, <laughs> not even fight it. Oh no. Fist fight. Honestly, it's going to be probably more influencers. They piss me off more, but there's some pretty shitty celebrities. Like Harvey Weinstein's a terrible person. He should be freaking punched out. Um, I know, uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, I know he's dead, but oh my god, Jeff Bezos, he's a literal supervillain. The problem is, is I like using Amazon. I've actually really cut back on my shopping, my online shopping. I'd like to, I'd like to preface that, but Jeff Bezos, born in 1969, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos, CEO, entrepreneur, born in 19, oh no, wait, born in 1969, 66, whatever the shit the song is. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos, he, uh, uh, he, Elon's annoying too, what is with these, like, white men having so much money, capitalism, I say, capitalism, oh, Donald Trump, oh, uh, punch him too, <laughs> this is just getting longer and longer the more that I think about old men that make me mad, <laughs> old white men that make me mad, yeah, there's lots of people, guys. Honestly, freaking tell me the people you don't want to fist fight. Let's all just freaking start fist fighting each other. <laughs> Nobody's safe. <laughs> Thoughts on Little Nas X. Love him. I love. I. I mean, his music's pretty good. Um, I'm not super obsessed with all of his music, but I do love him. I do think he's pretty good. Um, I love how he's freaking who he is, and I love the fact that he got all the like the homophobic Americans or whatever loving old town road to be like ha, ha ha you guys got me the most streams and the longest streams and a grammy i'm gay and they're like oh my god he's gay screw off frick i love lil X. what celeb do you hate that everybody loves i hate zoe deschanel hate zoe deschanel everybody loves new girl i refuse to watch that show because i straight up hate zoe deschanel i don't know what it is about her that makes me so mad but I hate Elf, the Christmas movie. Uh, it's honestly it's just a shitty movie in general. I know it's debatable. I know it's an unpopular opinion. Mm, I don't care. Zoe Deschanel makes me so mad. And just, I know Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in love with her. I don't know if it was real or not, if it was just for 500 Days of Summer. I can't do it. I just, I can't watch that movie. I, I've never seen it. I don't want to watch New Girl. And I know it's a great show, but ugh, I freaking hate Zoe Deschanel. Um... What celeb do you love that everybody hates? Oh my god. What celebrity do I love that everybody hates? Oh, that's a hard one because I feel like I kind of flip-flop. Like, Trish is a good one for that. Like, Trisha Paytas. I understand she's not a celebrity. She's an internet celebrity. I like her, but I also hate her. I get why people hate her. She pisses me off. Oh, she's such a terrible human, but it's like I like the trash. I like the toxicity. 
The celebrity I love that everybody else hates. Hmm. I'd have to think about that. Let me come back to that. Who is your celeb girl crush and guy crush? Honestly, Dakota Johnson's probably my girl crush at the moment. I also loved Jennifer Lawrence for a while there. Because it's just like... I don't know. I really like them. Jennifer Lawrence is, like, amazing. She needs to stop playing, like, the quirky girl card, though. Like, oh, I'm so quirky. Oh, I'm not an actress. <laughs> we get it. You are. You literally own an Oscar. I think more than one. Smarten up. And a guy crush. Probably Sebastian Stan at this moment. <gasps> Taryn. Oh, my God. I love Taryn. Harry. All European men. You know what I thought was funny? This is so unrelated. But it's the Olympics right now, right? <laughs> There's that guy. Uh, he's Canadian. He's a snowboarder. Mark McMorris. Okay, so it's the Summer Olympics right now. But when the Winter Olympics comes, I, start, I remember this really specific tweet. And it was like, oh, for the next two weeks, all of the world is going to, all the women in the world are going to be in love with Mark McMorris. And I remember when him and his brother had that show, McMorris and McMorris. Anyways, that kind of happened. That was just random, but he's always like, he's like a seasonal. Actually, he's like a bi-yearly. What is even in that? Like every four years? Oh, every court, every four years. Crush, I guess. We'll go with that. Uh, yeah, I think it kind of depends. I'm still trying to think about a celebrity that I love that everybody hates. I'll have to think about that. Uh, best confidence tips. Best confidence tips. Hmm. This kind of, I think, isn't related to the whole describe being a baddie thing. Best confidence tips. I think to be confident is that you need to love yourself. I know it's cliche. Don't roll your eyes. I get it. To be confident is to be happy with who you are and want to be around yourself. If you don't like yourself, why do you want to be around yourself? You know what I mean? So to be confident is just like carry yourself. Like when you're confident, you just carry yourself better. You care about yourself more. Uh, I feel like you kind of succeed in more ways when you're more confident because you just have this air about you where it's like you just it's so much love and it's so much self-love for yourself. So for the people that are struggling with confidence, hey, been there. We all have. It's literally just part of life. Just know that nobody is judging you as hard as you think they are and that your biggest critic is yourself and that that demon that's inside of your head is not correct and you don't look like that and you don't talk like that and you don't walk like that and you don't disappoint people that the way that you think you do you are your own worst critic and just know that you you're so much more than you think you are there's a reason you're supposed to be on earth and there's a reason you're in people's lives and you impact people more than you think by just being yourself and just being in love with who you are. And if you aren't comfortable with who you are, that's okay, baby. That's okay. Everything takes time. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days, but just know that people on the internet aren't, real it's not true you don't look like that and you can wear anything you want honestly if you were an influencer what influencer friend would friend group would you be in here's the thing i would love to be in the commentary channels because i think i'm hilarious however 
I don't think I am funny enough and like can roast somebody as well as these influencers do that are in the commentary channels. Like I'm talking Cody Co, Curtis Connor, Dan Danny Gonzalez, <laughs> Drew Gooden, aka the same person. Um, you know, I love me some Dylan is in trouble that we've talked about before in the podcast. I think I would be a lifestyle YouTube influencer, especially giving me back my 2015 Christmas, what I got for Christmas hauls. I'm not trying to brag, but um, this is what I got for Christmas. I got a lot of comments wanting everyone to know what I got. Definitely not like that kind of vibe, but more like, just like, this is what I do in my life. I love watching those Aaron videos. Like, frick, what do you, what do you buy at a Target? Obviously, we don't have a Target anymore, but like, I'll show you what I got at Shoppers. <laughs> I do it already to my, to my six friends on Snapchat. I think that's a really good thing. I don't know. I think I'd be part of the lifestyle community. Um, what is your type? <sighs> my type. So I'm going to go physical and I'm going to go personality type. First off, personality is way more important. First off, personality is way more important. And a guy's got to make me laugh. Has to make me laugh. That's like a, it's like a death threat. Um, I have a thing for tall guys or somebody who's so short. I have a thing for dark curly hair. I don't know. I like them when they're, they kind of give me that like nerdy boy next door look. I'm into that. Like I love like glasses on a dude for some weird reason. Like um, he can wear glasses or contacts. I don't care. But like the nerdy looks cute. I want a guy to really be able to pull off a crew neck. I know it's a weird thing. But, like, he's giving me Christian boy fall. You know what I mean? Like, who wouldn't be obsessed with that? Um, he, I want a guy that has similar values to me in the sense of, like, political views, spiritual views. Actually, spiritual doesn't really matter. Like, I am Catholic. I don't really practice it very well. But it's like, I'd like them to believe in something. I mean, if you're an atheist, but you're still into the universe, I guess I'll take it. But, like... I want them to not be like aliens. If they think aliens are like gonna, I believe in aliens, but you know what I mean? Like aliens, like I hope you're understanding what I mean. <laughs> if not, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I want them to, you know, have the same kind of views as me. Like I'm a pro choice lady. I am very left winged. I think I get really confused when it comes to left wing and right wing, like very like, if I was going to vote like America, I would not vote Republican straight up. I believe in vaccinations. I believe in um, women having rights, all that kind of shit. Like I would love a guy who has the same kind of values as that, you know? And you know, like uh, I would like a guy that is sweet and calm and really, f it's the funny thing for me. And the type, like if he's got tattoos, that's cool. If he doesn't, he doesn't. It's like, it's that guy next door that, like, dude that you'd hope to meet at a bookstore. Like, okay, picture this. Picture this, guys. You're just, like, walking through a bookstore and you, like, make eye contact with, like, that cute guy that's also in the same area as you. And you're like, hey, what you picking up? And he's like, duh, just little stuff. And there's you, like, with your giant stack of, like, fantasy romance because that's all I read. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, hey, do you want to, like, grab a coffee? And you're like, yeah, I'd love to grab a coffee. I'm literally, guys, just telling you my fantasy about how I meet my future partner. Um, 
just a guy that's like super sweet. I don't know. It's definitely the the nerdy boy next door, like the cute nerdy boy next door. There's your there's your answer, sister. Next question. Okay, free Britney. What's going on? Free mother effing Britney. Free Britney, ladies and gentlemen. We need to free her. Um, <laughs> that's a loaded question. To be honest, I know enough, but I don't know everything. Long story short, if you guys don't know what Free Britney is, please Google it. It's a very important movement. Britney Spears has been a conservatorship since like 2008. Blackout, fun fact, this is not a fun fact. Not taking that comment back. <laughs> Removing that. Um, Blackout, her album from 2007, was her last album that she ever had creative control on. 2007. I was 11. I was 11. I'm 24. That's a long ass time to not have any control in your life. So when she was uh, in 2008, she got put under a conservatorship with, if you don't know what a conservatorship is, it's when they give people who, um, like really old people who have like dementia and stuff, who don't have like any idea what's going on, they give their rights to somebody else. So somebody would have control of their life, finances, health decisions, that kind of stuff. Everything is revoked away from them. So because Britney had a mental breakdown in 2007, but I think there's more to the story. Obviously, we don't know because she's not allowed to talk. Um, she she got put under her dad's conservatorship. And her dad is a menace. A menace to society. Worst thing ever. And now 2021 is rolling around and Free Britney is a huge movement because she does not need to be under the control of her father like the the woman's like 40 like let her live her life anyways ugh, frick free britney carly and i should do a whole episode of free britney free britney okay what's a professional that would be a hell no from you it's probably what's a profession that would be a hell no from you oh god um Frick, there's a lot of things that I can't do. So, <laughs> honestly, there's a couple of professions I don't think I'd be too hot at. I wanted to be a vet when I was younger, and I was like, the thought of putting down all those animals, to know from the audience. I also, like, wanted to be an accountant. Yet again, no from the audience. Um, I'm not super artistic, so I probably wouldn't be able to do anything in the art department, in the art field. But I remember when I did take art in grade nine, as you guys remember that I met Anna from episode Husky from Sandusky. I think it's episode seven. She and I talked about how we met and we had three classes together and art was one of them. And art, the art teacher said to me that um, she, that I had talent. I was like, huh. But there's like, I don't think I could ever be a nurse, but I think nurses aren't paid enough, to be honest, they aren't. Um, nurses are underpaid. I don't care what anybody says. And I don't agree with their pay structure with the union controversial i don't think so and i just think that i don't know i just there's a lot of careers i don't think i could do what's a profession that would be a hell no for me a profession anyways i don't know there's a lot of jobs that i definitely couldn't do beyonce or rihanna mm, rihanna <laughs> i love rihanna i think beyonce is an incredible woman as well but if i had to pick the two it would be rihanna i love rihanna what are your thoughts on Kevin Federline and Food God? 
Oh, okay. What are my thoughts on Kevin Federline and Food God? Uh, well, firstly, Kevin Federline might not have been as bad as we all think. And Food God, for all the people who don't know who Food God is, Food God is Jonathan, whatever his last name is. He's Kim Kardashian's best friend. And that man looks like old leather. Just give him a Google. Just Google old leather. No, don't Google old leather. <laughs> Just Google Jonathan Food God and you'll get enough. You'll get enough. Uh, honestly, guys, I think that's like all the questions. I truly think that's all the questions. That's amazing. You guys sent me so many. Thank you. Yeah, guys, that's really about it. I don't have any more questions. I think this was a fun little episode. Carly will be back soon. Um, I know we all miss her. I know I miss her too. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Match Their Energy. Um, rate us on Apple Podcasts. We'd really appreciate that. Give us a good rating. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Peace out. Bye, guys.